Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bullock Podcast. Now I'm Moose Lundstrom. And I'm Adam Vokey. What's up, Adam Vokey? Not a lot. What's up, man? Where are we at, man? We are at the Brush Emporium. In the bowels of the Brush Emporium. Yeah. Bullhucker Studios. Bullhucker Studios, man. Welcome back, dude. Welcome. Missed you for a couple episodes. You've been, God only knows where you've been. I've been in Kansas and Nebraska. <laughs> I'm going to be in Nebraska again next week. Oh my God, it's like a curse. Yeah. Averaging that 5,000 miles a month, man. Here's the deal. We can't say too much bad about Nebraska because our guest today has a lot of family ties in Nebraska. I can say all kinds of shit about Nebraska because I have an ex-wife and an ex-fiance from there. You win. <laughs> John Hastings, how are you? Good, how are you? <laughs> Who, who's, who's, uh, who's in Nebraska? Is grandma and... Well, it's my aunt and... Uh, my aunt and her husband is in Nebraska. Well, there's any women Mitchell. don't don't introduce him to Adam because he's not he's not Nebraska <laughs> no. friendly. <laughs> he don't like so the Nebraska poo nanny. He's no, not, he's I not. like it. He just don't like me <laughs> after a like certain it. amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nebraska girls find me repulsive, just like Colorado girls. So it's all the same shit to right. me, John. You know, mm-hmm. how are you, John Hastings? Wonderful. How are you guys? Good. I know John yeah. for fuck. I don't remember not knowing John. It's been mm-hmm. that long. Since we was kicking rocks, I yeah, think. yeah, but, yeah. yeah, we were young, we were young. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I got a funny story about you that I always, I always Uh-oh. remember. Uh, I tell it real quick. Starting off, we were in seventh grade, and we're we're just learning to play football with pads on. And yeah. uh, John had a temper back in the day. You know what I'm yeah. saying? John's still there. So John was around, and uh, and it was Mr. Mages was our coach. Remember him? Oh, Larry. Yep. Larry Mages. Science teacher. And he, yep. uh, John was, I think you were the guard or something. You were playing line at the time mm-hmm. next to me. And uh, he came up and he started yelling. He started screaming, getting in everybody's face. And he's like, I come up to you, I chuck you. And John hauls off and hits him. I mean, just knocks him on his ass. He's almost like, am I wearing pads, you idiot? Do you remember that? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, yep. Because I'm wearing pads, you idiot. And I was like, yeah, do you remember that we had to run? Remember that, John? <laughs> yeah, we ran and ran and ran because of my, yeah, fuse. Do you know but, fuck yeah. John Hastings makes a great cadence when you're running? <laughs> yeah, they were they were a little hot after me. <laughs> but that you, day, but do you, do you I remember that? I, it, vaguely, <laughs> vaguely. You know, I, I got in a fight with a math teacher when we were in seventh grade together, so I got held back into my brother's grade. <laughs> So, yeah, he's 13 months younger than me, so I got to go back and do seventh grade again. So I had the whole damn process all over again. So it was a little easier, but a little harder. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Irish twins almost, right? Oh, man. Irish twins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, hey, before we get any further, if you're new to the podcast, welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast. What we do here is we bring on a guest. Today is John Hastings. John's going to tell us three stories about his life. Now, here's the kicker. Only two of these stories is true. One's either borrowed, made up, or partially made up. It's an embellished story. So uh, we, we're not going to ask you what it is. We're going to shoot from the hip because, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Our odds don't go up either way, so yeah. we're equally horrible at this. And at the end of the podcast, Adam and I are going to try and guess which one of your stories is not the completely or the true one. It's not the right. So uh, you, I still got to do the uh, the math from 2023, man. I, I know I did bad. That's I'm, I'm sandbagging this so bad right now, John. But <laughs> I think I think Vokey might have had a stellar year, but uh, I was yeah. on a little bit of a run, and then I tanked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard. So, John, are you ready to start telling some stories, bro? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I almost forgot. I'm still getting used to this fact that we have sponsors now for the Bullhucker Podcast. Yeah, we do. Yes, Magic Bean. Have you been to Magic Bean yet? Mm, yes, once. You have a yep. coffee mug now to go take the Magic Bean and fill hey. up with coffee. Yeah. Okay. Um, Magic Bean, they're at the uh, block. It's the old country stakeout in Fort Morgan. Megan Orcutt runs it. It's a brand-new family-owned coffee shop. Lots of room there to hang out with your friends. They're closed Monday and Tuesday, but they're open Wednesday through Sunday, right, on the weekends, yep. which is a really big thing. Um, like I said, it's not just this uh, corporate thing you get everybody else. Mm-hmm. They got like little knickknacks in there and all kinds of magical stuff, you know, to come Good shop. Great coffee. Great yep. coffee. You know, yep. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I went in the other day to talk about mugs and stuff, and I said, you know what? Make me something. And they had Friends Trivia, I guess, the night before. She, mm-hmm. It was some mm-hmm. moulatte she made me. And I was like, well, it's, it's dessert is what it is. But, I mean, <laughs> it's delicious. So mm-hmm. uh, please check them out. You can catch them at the, the block commissary. <clears throat> Just head in there. Like I said, uh, Wednesday through Sunday, you'll see Megan. And you'll see Bella Bolin, who makes – uh, she does all the, like, the sweet treats. The sugar beet treats. Sugar beet treats. Yeah. And, I mean, holy shit. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd be dead without feet right now if I lived with Bella Bolin. I mean, <laughs> don't forget about Barry Strand, though, because Barry's up there, too, and he's got the restaurant now, and he does cooking classes and oh, stuff I didn't like know that, that there in the block. Yep. Little, Town, uh, Little Town Bakery's also in there yep. where they make donuts every morning, and they sell out, man. 
they saw that. We were we were hanging around at work one day, and Jerry Cage, what's up, Jerry? Said, I'm going to go get some some donuts from Matt's wife's place. And I was like, you better call ahead, 930. They, they were out, man. They had cash. She had, she was at Juan's at Little, uh, yep. at uh, Village Liquor. Village Liquor. And I saw Juan's post. Juan. She had been there for like 36 minutes. And I show up, she's like, I got like a strawberry, <laughs> uh, maple bacon. I, I was like, all right, just give me like three donuts of whatever you got left and she was done like after wow. that so i got squirrel nut flavor i got half eaten one i mean but anyway check her out please make sure you support them they're great people and like i, I can't push the word family owned enough right right just a family owned coffee shop she's been a barista for years and years and years so please check out megan orca please go check out the magic bean all right back to the podcast johnny you ready to tell some stories yeah let's do this man you want to read them off adam all righty we got njc party jim's tree friend that's Mm -hmm. all one (laughs) ex saloon chuck and sheldon nightmare all right am i picking or you picking my man you can pick all right john do you want to tell these any specific order or you mind if we pick you pick them all right uh these are all pretty good uh Pretty good. I know your brother Jim, so I'm gonna hold that. Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> I gotta get I, the readers out. I, I, Come I can't, on, I can't be mad. I got go. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know how guys like me made it without cell phones, where you can just click on, the, like, take a screenshot and enlarge all everything. That's, you know how many times before I got my glasses, I would go through a drive-through. I would take a picture of the menu and then zoom that bitch up so I could actually read what the hell it was. That's why I go to McDonald's and Taco Bell. I know that menu by heart. Yeah. <laughs> Cheesy beef burrito, please. That was like Carl's Jr. one night. I'm like, what the hell is that say? I'm like, click, zoom. Oh, yeah, that looks good. I, uh, we're getting nine ninety nine. We're getting off track here, but Uncle Ed, once yeah. a month I take him up. He's got to get shot in his eye. He only has one eye, right? He had eye cancer. Oh, yeah. So it's a little blurry when we leave there, and we went to Smash Burger. Oh, we never oh, been yeah. there either one, you know. Which is okay, by the way. But anyway, they're <laughs> better when you hand make them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he he could read the menu. I said, "Hey, man, he's kind of like has a hard time seeing. Can you come back there?" They let him walk behind the counter, and then sat there like little boys there. The <laughs> you know, they're like the cook's like, "Who's the old man?" You know, I'm like, "He's ready to read the menu, you asshole." He's not 24 like you, you prick. So, yeah. no, all right, NJC. <laughs> Party, Jim Tree Friend, ex Saloon Chuck, and Sheldon's. But let's just do ex Saloon Chuck. Okay. This one takes place. I was, oh, it's about 19, almost 20 years ago. We were, I was at shoeing school. And uh, we'd get done. We'd shoe, shoe horses Monday through Thursday and have Fridays off. And uh, so Thursday nights, we'd usually go to ex Saloon or down to this bar, this, uh, um, the other one down Kipling anyway it's a little hangout we used to go to but we went down to X Saloon because Willie and Willie B and everybody was down there so from KBPI yeah so you know there's usually a big show and I was single back then there's a lot of tail running around so we wanted to go well the two three guys that were they lived in an apartment complex just to the north of there anyway one of them was Cliff and this little rugby player what's up cliff yeah cliff cliff morehouse this dude he's got forearms about like me but he's about five foot two maybe (laughs) and i mean like a bulldog you know i'm scared of nothing rugby player turned farrier so and then there's chuck he's like larry no, no. Handsome. He's like Adam. Say no, handsome. Just a monster. Even better looking. <laughs> a, yeah. And, and this guy has no front teeth, you know. So I was kind of worried about that whole process anyway, but he got him kicked out by a horse in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Chuck had, Chuck had uh, this uh, pain tolerance of this dude. I think he hit him with an axe, and he'd still stand there. But Vern, the other guy, big old tall Indian from the Taos Pueblo Reservation, they paid for him to come up shoeing school, so he stayed there. Well, this is my first experience with Vern and kind of sort of with Chuck. Well, Vern is an Indian, and he drinks. Holy crap, I've never seen anybody put down vodka like a... And this guy was maybe 160 pounds and 6'6". <laughs> and he put down two liters by the time we got done. And what time span? And probably three hours. Two liters of vodka. Two liters. Um, I, sh- I, I shit you not. And it is, I'm, I'm not kidding. He wasn't standing by the end of the second one, but just to sit there and drink 
straight skull vodka bed. I don't know how that anybody would want to do that. That's like rubbing alcohol. Right. But yeah. Anyway, we go in and we're having fun, and this is about a bottle end of Vern's episode. Well, he wasn't scared of girls either, so he was over there hitting on about anything and everything. Well, we got baby Chuck over there on the bar, and he's sitting there watching, and then we got Cliff. Cliff doesn't have small man syndrome, but he will scrap with anything that walks. So <laughs> they got Vern and Cliff, and they're feeling good and running around chasing ladies. I look up, and it's me and Chad, and we're sitting there playing pool, having fun. We look up, and Chuck's got Chuck's got Cliff up by the collar, and he's got Vern over his shoulder, and we're headed to the door. Nope what's happening i have no damn idea but we're leaving <laughs> well anyway i hit the door we get the door and next thing we know we got 10 15 people running out the door well, apparently we'd had a little bit of problem in the back yeah. you know, Vernon sucked some dude that was <laughs> thought he was making out with his girlfriend that he was already drunk and it wasn't his girlfriend because he didn't have a girlfriend but he thought he had a girlfriend <laughs> so we had the whole line out anyway the next thing we know we got four cop cars coming around cliff and Vern are passed out by then we got them shoved in the apartment <laughs> and me and chuck are outside just trying to fend off the violent attack it was hauling ass across the exloom parking lot to go over there to that deal that was it was a it was a very violent run but it was kind of fun yeah. i don't know it is, <laughs> I, my experience exloom was brief but you right. know it was good while it lasted. It was a little bit about maybe half hour, I think. But yeah, <laughs> that's one story anyway that I could I couldn't think of many. But that was the one of the funniest and <laughs> violent times that I had at shoeing school. But <laughs> the other one was um, when well, what was it? The other bar I'm trying to think of is I'm drawing a brain fart. I think it's because it's old age, but it was it was along the same lines as that that place is always going in and have fun. But yeah, that's about it on that story. So you keep saying shoeing school. Mm -hmm. What well, tell them what you do for a living, John? I now I'm a fairy, not a farrier, not a fairy, <laughs> but if it's your horse, anyway. if it's your horse, yes. All oh, those shoes are going to do. Yes, I brought much better shoes for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah no. Farrier, um, just pretty much a horse hoof podiatrist. I do work for his boss. Okay. I work on all his horses. And <coughs> here, Morgan, I go all over doing it, and it's been about a 19-year career now. So I gotta be honest. I guess I didn't realize there that there required school. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. so. I don't know dick about horses. I was a city yeah. kid, so when it comes, that's why I bring that's why I bring this guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so the horse, can you tell their health by their their feet? Is that gonna? You can. Um, you can tell if a horse, a, you know, a founder is. Uh, excuse me. It's one of the big things with a horse, and you can tell how a founder will run by their foot. If it separates on the bottom, you go to trim it. You'll see heat rings in the foot you'll see separation in the laminal wall which is i go into a whole bunch of different stuff but a foot is a walking thermometer for a horse so you've oh, got to wow. you've got to know how to how to trim the foot balance the foot and that's the thing is anatomy the whole thing is pretty much like being a doctor but you i went to well probably 14 weeks of school up there and then traveled with some guys and yeah, learn, it's, as, uh, learn as you go on the job. Mm -hmm. huh. You do. I mean, it's like anything. I mean, you you go and you learn and go to clinics and go to different things to learn and keep going and hmm. it's it's fun. It's trying at times. I think sure. dealing with the people's the hardest part sometimes versus the horses. The horses are usually pretty good. Well, I mean, that's a lot of money for horses, right? I mean, you're dealing with yeah. people's investments, are, right? You are, and they, you know, if they don't have a foot, you can't ride them. You know, no foot, no horse. Right. That's our, right. Right. what we kind of live by. If you screw one up, well, you're, it's not a good thing. Yeah. You know. Have you ever done that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have, and it's, 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 it haunts me. And it's like, you know, every time I pick up a foot or I'm around those people, it's 
those horses are like my kids. Yeah. You know, and you want to take care of them and do best by them, you know, but yeah. I'm not perfect. And it's Oh, nobody is. And it's 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 hard enough job being bent over underneath a 900 to 2200 pound animal. That's getting girl a, I've made love to. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> <Come on> now. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. that's cool though, John. But it's it's fun. Yeah, you sure. you enjoy it. Sure ain't a hand model by the end of the day, but <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. My best friend from high school went to went to shoe in school in uh, Kansas. I think it was in Cimarron, down there somewhere mm-hmm. around Garden mm-hmm. City, Dodge City. Yeah, and so he did that for a while. He doesn't do it full time anymore. He has a full time job that does it like on the side or I got you. whatever. But yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I remember a friend of my dad's. When the farrier would come out, I loved being out there watching. Was, mm-hmm. I found it was really interesting. So, it's it's fun. I I don't I don't know. I I have a lot of fun doing it, and it's still. I mean, yeah, you wake up and you shit, and you can't oh, get yeah. out of bed in the morning because oh, yeah. your back's hurting. And I've already had a back surgery. I crushed this in the hydraulic gate. I've had two knee surgeries. Everybody says, "What the hell are you doing shooting horses?" It's like I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you subside the pain and just go about your job. Right. You know, and Another thing is, like, with the shoes, you have to, like, almost be like a blacksmith of sorts to mm-hmm. get those to you heat them and bend them and hammer yep. them and get them to fit the Yeah, you do. The and there's properly. There's guys that cold bang shoes, and there's guys that, you know, they use the forge. And I, I cold bang for a long time, and my elbows and my shoulders are just, there'll be days I, I can't hardly get my hand or get my arm up over my shoulder and it just it bugged me so i got back into the forge and that's where i kind of screwed up because that's what i learned how to do is at school because that's all we did we had middle of the spring and we got 17 18 forges going in a room probably 20 by no not even 20 it's probably 15 by 30 yeah and it's a brick center block insulated building and holy crap you don't talk about a good weight loss program. Not now, but you know it's <laughs> back then. It was pretty good. I I got remarried and holy crap, I got I got a little loose in the sides because she's a good cook. <laughs> I'm thinking you know, I should go to shoeing school if you can lose yeah. weight. <laughs> oh, you drip it. I mean, we did. We just and it it is in the summer. You spring, summer, and fall. You just you're wringing wet. Yeah. There's days I'll go through two, three shirts a day, Jeez. and that's. <laughs> Either that or you smell like an old sheep herder when you get done. It's pretty stinky. I think but, I smell like an old sheep herder when I start, so it's a... Oh. You know, yeah. <laughs> a stinky fellow. What did you think about that one, Boke? It's pretty good. I, pretty I, good story. I, I was visualizing the whole one over his shoulder and one in his hand uh, to the door type deal. Oh, so. man. I, uh, I that dude is a monster. I'm not joking. He, <laughs> he's the head... He's the head... They have uh, different... Areas for um, sombrero ranches. Well, sombrero ranches are, um, they have a big deal. If you go to the Cope Dairy where, or Daisy Lane, Daisy Lane, that when you go over the hill and crest the hill and you go to, down to the bottom, yeah. right before you get to the dairy, those corrals off the left side, that's yeah. sombrero corrals. That's their pastures over there. There's name something else now. It, it's Colorado Horse Company or something like that. No, but it's, it's got a cool name like. Van Halen or something. It's it's like is something. That, like, is that what they renamed the? It, it renamed it something. Next time I go, I'll I'll, I'll text it to you. Yeah. Do that. I drove by like, it's something. It's a cool name, like Coronas. It's something like yeah, I don't know, but but he yeah, runs yeah. he runs one of the ranches now. He was he's their head shooter for quite a long time, and that's where we learned a lot of through the school. And go back to that, but when we went to school, that's the main supply of horses that we'd go up and work on because it. I mean. When you got 25, 2,800 head of horses, or if not more than that, you need a lot of help to get the iron and stuff on these horses. So it was like free reign. We'd go up there, and that's where we learned a lot of our stuff. And Chuck right. was there in my class, so he ended up getting a job with them. And he's from Pennsylvania, so right. it was a good deal. But And and you wouldn't think this guy would be a horseshoer to look at this guy. He's, a, he's, he's like Adam. He's a monster. Just big strapping dude but if you it looked like baby huey with a big old tall indian on his shoulder and this little he's got the rugby dude up by his collar and i'm like yeah i guess we're going chad and he's like okay 
at the, in Pueblo, there's a, a bar called Hoaches. And Hoaches was cool on Monday nights because it was, <clears throat> uh, what they call it, uh, oh, basically it was a night where, service industry night, where mm-hmm. all the bartenders from all the other like clubs and stuff would go. And it was the whole bar. Was about the big as uh, like the club tap room, built the same, right? <laughs> Long and yeah, and uh, it was cool because there's a bunch of bar help in there that did, had a good time. Everybody's just there to have mm-hmm. a good time. You didn't see, get a lot of fights, but every now and again you did. And there was a dude probably bigger than you. You know, he's he's be spanky. Everybody called him spanky. <laughs> always wore <laughs> always wore overalls. You know, but he has like no oh, shirt on. No, yeah, no, he had a yeah. shirt on. But, oh, okay. but he just sit there by the front door, and if you pissed him off, he'd drag your ass out. I know spanky. He was one of those like tough man competition guys, you know what I mean? But he's, yeah, he's just a big farm kid, you know. Yeah. But uh, every time you say that, it's what I think about Spanky, and we and he'd drag him out and we'd cheer and laugh, and you know what I mean? Because everybody mm. loves Spanky, mm. and no one's gonna say shit to him because he's gonna whip your mm. ass if you do. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but it was fun. I I enjoyed that story because it reminds me of being young when I, I mm. ran with a pack of single people in Pueblo for a long time because I worked mm. at a nightclub as a bartender. Yeah, and. It was fun on our days off. We'd go all over the place together. You know what I mean? And I'm not a fighter. Never have been. Never will be. I'm just not good mm-hmm. at it, you know? But my buddies I hung out with, some of them love to scrap, you know? They just... And so I'd just drink my Yukon Jack by the door, and I'd cheer him on, and he'd kick some ass, brother. Go, go, Kelly, go. And uh, <laughs> it just reminds me of those days. I'd have to drag them out sometimes, like, time to go, because I think they call yeah. them cops. Time to go, you know? Yeah. But uh, that's why I like that story. It brings back old memories. <laughs> you Yukon know? Jack. Oh, buddy. Oh. <laughs> Yukon Jack and Mountain Dew. Yukon Jack and Mountain Dew. Why do I call it that, Adam? You can't do it. You can't do it. <laughs> you can't do anything when you're doing that. Oh, but <laughs> I tell you what, Yukon Jack yeah. is a magic. Yeah, we he do, can turn me to nighttime Larry. Like, boop, like, yeah, it's we we did. Speaking of Yukon, this big dude, Sean Clark, good buddy of mine, he's out here. We working at the sale barn. Yeah. Well, we got to drinking that. And uh, I don't know how in the hell we drank it anyway, but that's what we drank it with the Mountain Dew, too. And here a few years ago, we stopped off and got some shooters at Eastside and yeah. reliving memories or something, and he picked that up for some damn reason. And I wasn't, I don't know how long I've been sitting in that little shooter bottle, but I hit the, uh, got oh, it, but come up my nose, and I thought I was on fire. <laughs> Holy crap. It was after a comedy show, and Allison Gurrell and, uh, Stephanie Griggs, mm-hmm. remember that? I remember that. We were at the Queen Lounge, and I was talking about Yukon Jack, and Stephanie goes, what's Yukon Jack? And I was like, let me get you a shot. You're about to find out. That poor girl <laughs> spent the next hour and a half trying not to throw it up. I mean, like, like breathing. Like. <laughs> we left there. It was like two bars later. She said there. For a second, she goes, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's not kill. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that voodoo chief when you go in the jungle. He's like, you drink now, you know. And as you, you start to turn into an animal, he's just all happy. Y'all. That's me, yeah. dude. I drank a lot of Yukon Jack in my day, man. That, that was my go-to drink for a long time. Mm. They got me drinking it. Tough old I did get you drinking it for a while. Yeah, remember when I lost all that weight? I lost like 110 pounds. Started drinking that shit at Comedy Works one night. I went on stage. I was fucked up. I couldn't remember my set. I don't even, it was tough. I don't even know if I knew where the crowd was for sure. Buddy, you're talking got, to the wall like, oh, it was, yeah. it was not good. I almost got that tattoo at one point in time, the black sheep of Canadian lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, God bless you. you no, that shit, anymore. that shit yeah. made me puke in my washer one night. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, well, moving man, on. Yeah, 2020 days. <laughs> that was excellent, my that friend. That was excellent, Chuck. Pick the next one. Let's go with, uh. Let's do Sheldon Nightmare. Sheldon Nightmare. Sheldon Nightmare. This is another bar story. And I I bounced in a few bars. I bounced at the Gambler. Bounced at the Oasis in Denver, the strip bar up there for a little bit. And then I was during shooting school, too, to make a little bit more money. Is, that, is that the black building off 70? Yeah, 70 in Pecos. With all right the, the palm trees in it? Yeah, we had a little gang fights and shit. Been yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to lie, but the... How I got the job, I was in there for a birthday in October. It was my birthday. So, guys, you know, where do you want to go? And I hadn't been, I drove by it every day going to shooting school because I was driving from here to Lakewood every day. Oh, let's go try it out. Went in there. Guy at the door meets me and I look at him. He goes, Hastings, what the hell are you doing? It was Ron Granary. Ron Granary is 
bad to Steve Granary. Well, I wrestled with the guy. What's up, Ron? Ron coached me. Yeah, well, Ron passed away. Okay. But. Heavenly, yep. what's up, Ron Yeah. I'm on a bad streak, dude. You it's, are. All, it's all right. Maybe you he, should stop doing yeah. shout-outs. <laughs> but, yeah. So I got the job in there doing that. But long story short, round the whole story world there. But um, I ended up, after shoeing school, going to Sheldon, Missouri, to live with my uh, aunt and uncle to help them down there and shoe horses. And it was a pretty good time. But I had this little hole-in-the-wall bar that is in Sheldon that's made of rocks, the rock walls and stuff. Pretty cool place. Long and skinny, the whole bar. Had two two places to get out, one at the east and one at the west end. Little doors. Take somebody out the door, it was very difficult because you had a long way to go if you're one way and you had a really long way to go the other way. So uh, um. I'm in about four months down there, living down there, and my cousin had went, he was in the guard, so the lady that managed the bar, her son went to the guards with him, so he's like, hey, mom needs some help. You want to come in here and do this, Brian? Brian's like, no, I'm too busy doing shit. Well, hey, you want to do it? I'm like, whatever. And back there, they didn't pay very well to begin with but it was like 200 bucks a night something like that but it wasn't bad and uh i go start working i'd been there a couple months and got to know a lot of people a lot of the regulars all that stuff you know fun bouncer life you know you're sober watching drunk idiots falling on the floor and you know having to call the cops somebody puking in the dealer <laughs> you know and you can't get their head out of the damn toilet because they're too damn drunk well well, one night, I don't know, I'd shot horses down south, uh, closer to Lamar, and back to the east a little bit, and it was a guy that worked for my buddy's friend, and he's in there with a couple of his buddies, they're shooting pool, and I got this, this place is old, and I don't know, they hadn't done much remodeling, well, there's ceiling fans up above and lights up above the pool tables, and they had some uh, different lights up above them too so this one is sitting there it was squawking I thought the paddles were going to come flying off one night in the middle of middle of the night so I'm working on it well they weren't cleanly people down there too bad so you know a bunch of the shit from the top of the fan fell on this idiot that was drunk he's built he's a little smaller than me not much but he'd been drinking all damn night and they'd overserved him and I kept telling him to shut him off and they wouldn't Somebody else buy him a beer. So I was going to take him out anyway. And he ends up getting about this far from my damn nose. And my fuse, like Larry said earlier, you know, we had a, yeah, I've got a, a back then I was kind of angry anyway because I just got divorced, so I didn't really give a shit. I was going to poke somebody in the head anyway. Well, <laughs> this dumbass gets up there and he just nose bumps me, and I'm like, Ugh, not in bouncer form, you know, don't take it just take him out the door shit no i'd lateral drop this son of a bitch on his head well then we proceed to go to the door well then three of his buddies jump on the back of me and one of them's got me by the throat the other one's got me by the legs choking the shit out of me got me bent over the back of the damn pool table punching my guts out and all that's doing is pissing me off well i get a hold of the one guy and finally get him off of me well next thing i know my legs are going out from underneath me because the my friend's, or my cousin's friend, his best friend he went to high school with, he is about four of me. I mean, this dude is freaking arms and just a big bastard. Well, he'd yeah. been in the guards too. And he finally figured out who I was. I was Brian's cousin. Well, him and Brian are like brothers. He takes that son of a bitch and by the legs and just commence, not thinking about he's still got a hold of my legs underneath the pool table. He does that while well, I go flying forward smack my damn head on the other damn pool table got a little perma bump there on my damn eyeball from that one but yeah it was a uh, quite an entertaining deal and the guy that's supposed to be backing me up he's 
he died yeah he that guy couldn't fight his way out of a wet paper bag if you asked him to but he was the guy standing behind the women at the bar and i look up there after i get up and all the chaos is up we got everybody out and the cops got everybody arrested and thrown in the damn slammer and he's back there yeah. i mean literally shaking behind the behind the boss <laughs> and uh yeah this this story goes just to the bouncer side of it but anyway that's about two nights later he'd been 86 you know he once you do that you can't come back in well list of the damned yeah <laughs> get the hell out don't come back in dumb dumb <clears throat> well this guy decides he's going to come back in and this time the owner's husband owner is there and i didn't know it then but he's like some kind of kung fu guru down there whatever <laughs> and it's, it's i mean it, this guy he could kick he kicked shit off the top of your head and just stand flat-footed and he's i don't care how tall you were he just he was amazing athlete but this guy wheels around and tags this sucker right in that freaking temple out like a tater right outside the door slams the door calls the cops okay come pick up this dumbass he tried trespassing well the dude wasn't moving all they had to do was just put cuffs on him and he's just laying there yeah it's easy yeah it was yeah. probably the easiest arrest the <laughs> butler county sheriff had that day but yeah that was about the end of that one but that was a one it was a good bouncer story actually uh, but, yeah. i used to bounce too yep yeah down to the bar yeah that's a good place yeah, to go yeah, bounce so yeah i uh you get a little bit happy on that one too yeah. it's like roadhouse well see that place too you know roadhouse is actually filmed in whatever the hell it's um i thought it was new mexico no it? they they oh. they formed it out of the town of in missouri which down by it's down by carthage and it's in between carthage and lamar and i can't remember what that freaking town was but that's these guys thought every bar was like roadhouse so you had to go fight in the goddamn things when you're in there uh, so being a bouncer in there it was a daily thing to scrub some dude's head on the damn bricks and take him outside but it was yeah uh, what did you think about that folk yeah. brought back some some bouncer memories yeah yeah that when, when i was down in lamar colorado not missouri yeah <clears throat> um the bar that i was at was called opal's pub but prior to me working there it was called the bloody bucket <laughs> because yeah. there was someone getting stabbed in that thing almost every weekend That's so hilarious. Yeah. i worked at pepper's nightclub pueblo colorado now yeah. not a lot of rednecks in there but there's a cholo in town bro <laughs> oh my god so i've seen just melees the best one i saw was when the at that time they were the university of southern colorado usc uh pueblo yeah mm -hmm. yeah no they were now they're csu pueblo yeah yeah their basketball team and a bunch of guys from fort carson a bunch of soldiers got it on dude that was uh i bet that was a western uh you know what mm -hmm. it was a pretty evenly matched fight because these these basketball players were some they came from a rough upbringings you know what I mean? yeah then the soldiers knew how to fight so it was our bouncer just kind of walked. We just kind of sat back and watched like it was an MMA fight, like because they were outside yeah. in the parking lot. So not kill each other. It's we're getting entertainment out of this, you know. But yeah, start placing don't bets. bring it inside. As oh, long as you're out there, you're good. It, it caught on real quick, dude. But I've seen some pretty nasty ones. I've seen people mm -hmm. get fucked up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When I was working at Louis in Goodwood, Kansas, we had uh, they were redoing I seventy, so all those highway construction workers were coming mm -hmm. through town. Yeah. And they got into fight with a bunch of custom cutters. Oh man, I bet so, that was Western. custom Harvard harvesters. So yeah. the Louis, the guy that ran the place, he got, went to the DJ booth and he said, "If you are not fighting, go outside." Then <laughs> 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 we had sheriffs, the city cops, highway patroller, <laughs> the game and fish department guys showed up. I mean, if you were law enforcement had a gun, your ass showed up at. Yeah, at Louis's that night, there, it was. We closed the bar at like eleven thirty or midnight because that place yeah. was trashed. I we bet. were there till three o'clock cleaning up. There's some guy got his ass clocked by the meter maid in town. You know, so <laughs> it was yeah. it was quite the quite the night. So. But when you're younger, it's funny. <clears throat> yeah. 
I avoid that situation like the plague now. Oh, yeah. I don't like going to the bars anymore. It's not my oh, thing. Yeah, I haven't I don't, been in a while. I just don't. I mean, I with friends, I will have a beer or whatever. Mm-hmm. I prefer to be on someone's back porch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grilling burgers and yeah, yeah, yeah man. I just that bar scene's not my. And God bless you. Go support your local bars. I get that when yeah. you're younger, but that's a young man's game, dude. So mm. yeah. when I worked at Louis, the bartender Phil, if he had to come out from behind the bar to help me or the other bouncers, somebody was getting wrecked. He, yeah, he would. He wouldn't leave. He wouldn't come out from behind the bar unless he had one of those big, heavy ass beer glass beer pitchers. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw him clock more people with one of those things. Right. Those don't break but too easy no. either. I never saw one break. <laughs> I saw a few I saw skulls get dented, but. Shooters in yeah. town, and here in Brush, Colorado, when it was open, there was a girl behind the bar. Um, what was her name? Real attractive lady. Anyway. Tony. Uh, I think it was Tony. Yeah. She pulled a cattle prod. Like on taser, like. Oh, the. And started. The. I think it was a, I think it was a cow prod. It was yeah. a hot shot. A hot Big shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a hot shot. to it, man. So. Yeah, there's that yeah. yellow. It was a yellow handled one, and somebody gave it to her, and she had, well, her kid, they rode bulls or whatever and did that stuff. So she. Well, she walked out from behind the bar with it, ready to yeah. light somebody's ass up unless they yeah. cool, cool their shit. So it hurt. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. So. <laughs> those those son of a bitches will leave a goddamn bruise on your ass. <laughs> those those yellow ones, they, they had some, you know, they didn't work too good when they're wet, but <laughs> the the thing about it, they stick stick them when they fuckers right in your cheek or your lower leg. Oh man, you're jumping. Yeah, you're saying bad word because it it's <laughs> electricity. But we had those yeah. when I was a kid, and the thing about them is you can squeeze the trigger or the push the button. Yeah, they, but the thing is, is they have holds a, a charge. In them and it holds a charge. So even if you're not <laughs> yeah. pushing it, you can still hit it, and it'll yeah. zap you. <laughs> and so I forgot all about that. And I'm dicking oh, around with this thing, and I'm messing around with it. And I just happened to reach up and t- put my finger across both of the brass oh, prongs. Oh, oh it knocked the shit out of me. I was probably about twelve. <laughs> That's <laughs> I yelped. Oh, <laughs> I, I was like one of the yellow ones, or was it? One yeah, of the, it was one of those long ones. Yeah. It was a big. It was probably about yeah. three or four feet long. It was a big one. I like watching trucker style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they have the cop videos on TikTok, there's always somebody being an asshole, man. Oh yeah, the cops like seriously, man. Get down, put your hands behind your back, or I'm gonna I'm gonna tase you, man. They give like yeah. 17 warnings, and it's always gonna go, "F you, pig!" Blah blah blah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're, <laughs> <laughs> and they fall so comically. Fucking dude. wooden <laughs> Indian going. <laughs> it's a cartoon. It's yeah. like a cartoon, cartoonish content. There's like. You son of a- and they're trying to talk. And it's like, like everything tenses up. Yeah, the cop walks over and handcuffs. He's like, I told you like 18 times, bro. And they're yeah. still like staring at like, I, never, I love it. I love it so much. never forget that when they did that chicken Walmart. She's <laughs> out of her damn biscuit, whatever the hell. And they, I mean, like 20, 30 times, they're just telling her, I didn't want to tase this big old fat girl, you know, and she's got <laughs> that damn underwear or something. I don't know what yeah, the hell she's doing, I being stupid. <laughs> Kept telling her and hit her. And I mean, it was... She created three racks. It was like, <laughs> you know, and, and then it was like, you know, yeah. put him right behind your back. Like, okay, I'm sorry. There was one dude. He's a big man. He's a big son of a bitch. I saw two cops tase him. That dude still kept coming at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was a cop. I'd be like, okay, well, you're getting shot. Okay. We, yep. The taser's not working. So uh, let's see if a shotgun uh, affects you there, Hulk, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, for the most part, I, it's a guilty pleasure when I watch him. When they get tased, the way they fall, I start laughing uncontrollably every time, but because it's so cartoonish, man, I love yeah. it. So, all right, <laughs> that was uh, that was uh, Sheldon nightmare. Sheldon nightmare, yeah. yeah. I like that, John. That, that's that's funny, man. That's uh, I'll go bar stories with you all day, man. Oh man, uh, it was when we were younger. I mean, it was, I mean, shit. From we lived down the road, and it was with friends of mine, and they were going to college at CSU, and lived there in Severance, and. We we were always down at Bruce's bar, yeah. eating nuts. I mean, that, uh, that was a place to be. You know, best nuts in, in I haven't been there. there in a while. Oh man, Bruce's on Severance. Oh. Yeah. Well, last time I was there, we did the comedy show. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we're doing a, a, a benefit for a young man who'd been shot. Oh yeah, accidentally cleaning his gun, but it yeah. paralyzed. I thought him. his brother or cousin was maybe cleaning right. It was so, he was accidentally shot while yeah. they were cleaning guns was, by, a, by a relative. It was innocent. Oh, One of the comics shows up with a... It was Alex Ash. Alex Ash. What was he wearing? He, had a he was wearing a shirt. And he had, well, he comes in and he has this like zip-up 
jacket on and he yeah. unzips his jacket, takes his jacket off, and his shirt had a gun on it that said, Guns don't shoot people, assholes do. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's right. fitting for a benefit for somebody to get shot. Dude, but he, didn't didn't know. Know. he had no he idea. Had no idea. I bet he was like, <laughs> he was all. <laughs> right After my mom came home, she's like, Lawrence Anthony. I'm like, I didn't do anything to deserve the both names, right? So yeah, no, she was yeah. like, Lawrence what Anthony, your comic is wearing a shirt. <laughs> and she told me, I go, what? I go, Adam, go tell Alex. She about that. ready to bring out the hand. She was looking. fucking furious. So yeah. cool. She's very close to the family. We, we, they're very close. Yes. They're family to us. I'll tell you who it is later. But yeah. uh, but she was like, if they see that, they're going to be pissed off. Like, I didn't, he didn't know, Mom. He's, yeah. Because it was one of those. It was Steve, Steve Young was the other comic, right? And, I think so. I think and you're Steve right. just, we were like, if you, if you have another comic you want to bring, so he called Alex. I was like, hell yeah, I'll, I'll go do it. <laughs> so I went over and I was all, hey, uh, dude. I go, this benefits for a guy that got shot by, like, a family member while they were cleaning their guns. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Sweating like a big dog. Oh, this I is, like, July. Ho- hopefully, <laughs> that, I mean, he's just. Yeah, Alex Ash is great. I need water. <laughs> oh. oh, Alex Ash, dude. Uh, yeah. All right. We got one more story. NJC Party, Jim's tree friend. Yeah. This one starts off, we were. We were up there. I was going to school, and buddy Paul Chard was there at the party. And what's up, Jim Paul? Was, what's up there, bub? And uh, anyway, we we're <clears throat> having fun and go to this. I was friends with a lot of the guys on the rodeo team. One guy in particular is Bill Dermody. He was he's down in Penrose now. What's up, Bill? What's his, what's his and, name? Uh, Bill Dermody. Is he, is he alive? Oh yeah. What's up, Bill Dermody? <laughs> 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 this this guy I don't know how he still is, but he's one tough sucker. But okay. he was, okay. he year he uh, graduated from uh, NJC, he went up to Cheyenne and won the bull riding. That's yeah. how good an athlete he was. And, yeah. and uh, anyway, him and Toad and another guy had this house over by uh, by the fairgrounds, kind of in between the fairgrounds and college. And it was a party spot. So we go over there, and Toad's got a big old one ton dually in the driveway we show up and we're inside drinking and i mean there's people in the backyard there's people in the house there's people all over this shipping thing well logan county's finest they're pretty sphincter happy then breaking crap up well we weren't out of hand we weren't raising cane or nothing you know no loud music we're just drinking beer so you know they're all about busting up college parties well kids want to have fun too so we're in there drinking having a lot of fun and Paul and Jim are in the back, and I'm talking to a bunch of guys in the front of the house. Well, all of a sudden, it's like DEFCON 5. I mean, we've got three guys breaking the front door. They're shitting guys coming in the alley over the freaking fence. I run around <laughs> the door, go out the front door. These bastards just came in. <coughs> so I bail up underneath this one-ton truck on the axles, and I'm praying to God, Toad ain't freaking doing the same thing I'm doing. Well, I look up, and Toad's on the front axle. I don't know how the hell he got his big butt up there, but he was he was on there anyway, and we're we're hiding out. Well, these guys leave, and Paul and Jim are in the back. Well, Jim and Paul they take off hauling ass down the alley, try to get down the alleyway. Well, Jim bails under this freaking tree. Well, another gal I'm not gonna say her name. She she was yeah. She didn't mess with this girl. She go bear hunting with a switch probably kill the bear but she this this girl she's underneath the tree and jim you know he's about as uncomfortational as anybody he just you know pretty mild mates he's having fun you know up there with us and (laughs) he bails under there and this he's this girl goes to kicking the shit out of jim and he's like she goes this is my fucking tree and this is coming from paul she's kicking the shit out of jim and jim's like ah God, he's trying to get underneath this, and it's a big old evergreen tree, and it's all coming over the top. And she's like, "Shut the hell up!" And this is coming from Paul because Paul's outside the tree, falling on his damn head, laughing because this girl's <laughs> kicking the shit out of Jim. Right. <laughs> trying to get Jim's trying to get under. He's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna get you know DUI, blah blah whatever." And uh, yeah, you, you had to hear about it firsthand. To, appreciate it. it was still funnier and shit because right. you just imagine my brother you know jim yeah and <laughs> jim is mellow he's super yeah, mellow he's, too he's, he's uh, mellow he's yeah. he's one of them guys if you give him enough liquor though now 
he, he's funnier than shit, and he gets wound up, and that's what he needs. I wish he'd do that shit more often, but it's it's <clears throat> we how how mild Jim was and compared to what he is now. But we were up in Greeley when they had the dugout up underneath the by the King Supers up you know on the oh, East yeah. End of Greeley, the old nightclub that was down there, and it's, they used to do comedy, comedy and yeah, stuff. The down yeah. under, yeah, down oh, okay. under, yeah, down under, under, whatever it was. This we went in there one night, and I hadn't been in there. But once, I think it was like a year before, Jim's like, let's go down under. I'm like, all right. So go there. Well, Jim had been drinking those, the big mugs that they had in there, frosty mugs. I don't know how many of them damn things he drank. Apparently enough. Because <laughs> he was heckling the shit out of the damn comic, uh, and he was making this guy just mad. And finally he says, you want to get up and do it? Jim gets up and starts doing his own little damn dance about comedy, and I'm like, "What are you?" Doing? And this is I'm like, "Who the fuck is this dude? This isn't my brother. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. You know, yeah. that wasn't my brother." What's in that mug? Yeah, yeah, what's in the mug? But yeah, that's how mild and meek my brother was, except liquid courage, you know. But he was a uh, oh, that's fucking hilarious. And then we finally, because Paul was our ride, he just. <laughs> this night started off as a bang, though. Is I should have started off at the beginning of the night, but we we lived in Hillrose, um, right next to the old Methodist church. And Paul had done he had a like a V six, like slow slant six, and his old his dad's old or his old pickup that he had it was a three speed on the column, so. He went and put a 351 in that thing with four-speed blackjack headers. And, I mean, this thing was an old F-100. This thing would get down the road pretty good. Well, anyway, we're, we'd got back from our family vacation because this was after we graduated. So we got a whole bunch of Henry Weinhardt's beer and stuff. We got back on the West Coast. And, you kid you know, this was I know, buddy. And it was, you know, it was good-tasting beer, but we were young we didn't give a shit it was uh, wet and tasted uh, like beer we were drinking yeah, it yeah but i get it we, jim we got the stogies rolling you know and jim, jim's in the back seat or he's next to me i'm in the middle and uh paul hits out by the old elevator going the other side of the place in hill Rose. yeah and i mean banks this sucker in second gear and just what? all the way down highway six probably about 30 yards well Paul wasn't looking over by the elevator on the other side. There's an old county mountain on the other side. Oh, no. Well, anyway, he gets behind us, and we beat him all the way to 36 from Hillrose. This guy would catch us on the corners, but we'd beat him on the straightaways. <laughs> it was pretty good. And, I mean, for, for a half-ton Ford pickup and you're smoking a cop car, we're doing pretty good. And Paul's like, where's the road? Where's the road? We're going to hit a county road. And just dust him out and yeah. haul ass. Dust and, him out. Yeah. Hey, Batman. You know, yeah, we're, that's, that's what we're going to do. Well, anyway, we didn't hit it. Paul's like, ah, oh, fuck it. So he pulls over. We got the smokes rolling. The beers are at our feet, kicked up underneath the deal. Man, what the hell you got in this? I think the guy was so embarrassed because we were after Washington County, or Washington <laughs> County sign. He goes, just hold it, you know, hold it to 65. <laughs> nice and he goes i'm impressed and never give us a ticket give a really? ticket but that's how the night started off and i i don't know how fast he was going but it was well over 100 i guess what yeah. the cop was saying but yeah it was a hell of a hell of a night it was pretty good <laughs> i got pulled over in a budweiser truck for five miles on some of that Ooh. we were going to we were going to holyoke and we drove through uh was it otis yeah, well, it was uh, yeah, Haxton. It was Haxton, and the cop tried to pull us over, and I wasn't paying attention. Now I'm just cruising oh, down the road. I, I do remember and that. And you go, you were pretty new back then. You go, hey, uh, Larry, uh, I think we're being pulled over. I look like, oh, shit. So I'm like five miles past Haxton when this guy finally pulls me When was me that? Oh, shit, 2004? Yeah. yeah. 2005, yeah. something like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I pull over, guys, like, he was always like, uh, did you not see my lights? I go, no. <laughs> you got to look in your rearview mirrors. He's like, he's like, 
He's like, you know, like lecturing me. Remember that? And I was like, okay, you know, kind of knowing like uh, we're in a different town right now, dude. Okay, so yeah. I don't care to fucking do. You <laughs> it know? was a city cop <laughs> five <laughs> miles from town. <laughs> he was going to give up on that. Man. I'm just like telling him, yeah, so blah, 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 impress, impress, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> just, my mouth is doing this all the time. And I was like, I yeah. think you're being pulled over, guy. Is that one of the, those old 10-speed yeah, 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 yeah. International, international. The day hard job. To, hard to break the sound barrier in them son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway. our, our shit was like governed at like. I know the one yeah. I drove back and forth to Sterling was sixty eight. That well, sucked. Yeah, but when you're going through Haxton, it goes down to forty miles an hour. Yeah, and I didn't slow down. I just Motor went through it at the sixty five miles oh. an hour. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what they look for. They try and yeah. like a speed trap, and I just oh yeah, yeah. Haxton's pretty good at it. They they got the. I got the Barney Fife and the oh, yeah. Roscoe Pico trains there. <laughs> you know, well, we, we know you only got one bullet. And there's two of us, asshole. <laughs> it's Budweiser yeah. roulette today, you know. Yeah, yeah that bullet's not going to get through one of us to get the other, so. <laughs> yeah. And look at us. It's only going to get He's like, That's why he was like, oh, oh, oh shit. <laughs> just, just slow he down. Uh-huh. He comes up there like old Barney Fife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking, oh, so. Okay. That was I'm the wonderful done. part about Budweiser. It's like, uh, what's it going to cost you out of this? 12-pack case. How much yeah. you want there, guy, you know? Yeah. We got the first bin there. Open that some bitch up and get what yeah. you want. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's like you almost worked there, John. So, anyway. Oh, I did. I did. You were from Budweiser? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, here in Morgan? Nope. Oh. Up in Greeley. And uh, I went and worked in Greeley and worked in Fort Collins, too. Maybe I, for Jerry. He used to work for Jerry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Old Foghorn. Helgeson? Yeah. Yep. like the heck out of that guy. He's pretty cool. He was a good dude, man. Yep. Pretty nice yeah. guy. He was very patient, man. Very patient. I slung a lot of. I think I was just more. They were wanting guys to go, but I think I was just hired labor, yeah. pretty much, because yeah. that was like spring and summer, and yeah. you know, college town, Fort Collins, and then Greeley, and Jesus Christ, we'd get them bears. JB Watley, I'd ride with him, and okay, that's all I'd do is <laughs> sling cases off them dang things, and we're slinging kegs, and oh yeah, oh yeah. That's a young man's game. No way to do it nowadays, man. That's that's the first time I jerked my shoulder out of place. Oh, yeah. Had one of them rubber gloves on and right. the old tin top yeah. flipping kegs, not the round boogers, but snagged my damn. And I had the crash pad out there instead of just letting the damn thing drop. Crash pad? Yeah, that rubber, <laughs> the rubber flipping mats. Because guys, Is that what those were? Yeah. I saw them in that finger, yeah, babe, but I didn't know what. Yeah. Well, this guy, he'd always throw a fit. If you know, we got dents in the parking lot. It's like, well, it's making you money on the inside, so who gives a shit? Oh but man, taking one off the top, and you know, you got them three high in that bay. <laughs> Could take it off. Mm, fucking glove didn't let go, and it held on to the tin on the side. It had a little jagged edge, and my it hit the ground off that rubber and goes, pop my damn arm out. So that that hurt like hell. For those of you at yeah. home, where there's three high, you're supposed to turn it up and then push it against, work it down gradually, yeah. right? That's the correct way to do it. Yeah, Rick not me. Payne, we were yeah. delivering it to old Delgado's, the, uh, oh, Lord. the, oh, the, not mm. the, the, the bar. The surf. The surf. The surf. And Rick goes over there, boss. Rick Bain, I'll rat you out. You don't give a shit nowadays. <laughs> no. He walks up there, grabs it, just starts throwing him down on the concrete. Ding, 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 ding. The caps are popping off. He's like, go get that cap. <laughs> Put it back on there. He's like, make sure these go on the, don't let him, don't let him tap one of these first. Like, what would you yeah. think, you know? So, yeah. Oh, that whole yeah, story. like when you take it off, and you take it off, and you hit the ground, that top go, you know. And, Man, fuck kegs. Oh, those things sucked. Oh, Horrible. There's the uh, that in the uh, corner bar back mm-hmm. in the day, and there was an old lady that time like this the whole time she was been smoking since she was three years old or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd go in there first time I went in there. Went in there I was with Mark Rudel. He's gonna be mad. I keep telling these stories. Yeah. And Mark's like, watch this. Yeah, and he's, over it. he started hitting on her. <laughs> <laughs> he started. He go. Was like Gladys or was that? Her? I don't think I read her. Hey Gladys. You see, we go back in the alley, and I can give you some of the good stuff. She's like, oh, Sparky. Oh, and I was like, yeah, Sparky. And he would uh, keep it up. He wouldn't, like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't stop. He, yeah. he, he would not give it on the gag, right? So, But she would give Sparky whatever he wanted. He didn't give a shit. I want to order 10 cases of this. I don't care, Sparky. Whatever you want, Sparky. <laughs> yeah. I was in there uh, cleaning lines one day. <clears throat> she goes, could you, could you tap a new keg in here? And I go, yeah, I'll go grab one. So I grab a fresh keg. And, 
clean line tap, and this dude, come, uh, Bandana Brian, <laughs> yeah. comes up with, he's like, you owe me a beer. So I don't know you shit. He's like, that's my job to be fixing the kegs around here. You understand? Poking me in the chest. I'm like, I don't know what kind of backwoods town this is, all right? Or yeah. you inbred cousin humpers. But listen, yeah. man, I'll buy you a dollar twenty-five beer. That's the big deal, yeah. you know. Bandana Brian. Yeah, he drank the shit out of Budweiser twenty twos. Yeah, yeah. And then he passed away, and the twenty twos, the Budweiser twenty two sales went to shit. That <laughs> guy was a consumer. <laughs> like, I was like, ask Greg, why? Why aren't you selling twenty twos anymore? Greg's like, because Bandana Brian died. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one that would drink them, but I'd take three or four cases in there a week. <laughs> oh, man. Old uh, Degenhardt. Degenhardt. What was that place? AJ's. AJ's, mm-hmm. yeah. He had a guy that drank Michelob Light 3-2. And Ugh. whatever, man, the guy drank the shit out of it. So yeah. any 3-2 Michelob Light went to AJ's, man. That dude got kicked out or something. He got a fight with Degenhardt. And, and I remember, man, I was like, hey, uh, you still sit on the same case as Michelob Light. That guy die or something? We kicked him out. I want to be like, well, tell me where you the fuck he's going in. now. Yeah. He's where bar he's frequenting because uh, he's got to get rid of some beer for me. That's what's yeah. going to happen, you know? Yeah. Uh, all right. What did you think about that one, Vogue? That, that was a good one. I liked uh, it. I, you know what? I liked it because uh, you always tell a good friend by how they treat you, how they insult you. Yeah. Good friends will, 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 will love you. They'll, they'll, they'll promote you. They'll, you know what I mean? They always yeah, do that. But uh, if, if you're going to get your ass kicked by a woman, they're going to laugh, point, and, <laughs> and, 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 and that's a good friend. You know? And then yeah. let you not forget about it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but never. You never forget about it. Yeah. So, anyway. No, but I, don't, I, think, I think about every time Paul sees Jim, which, you know, he doesn't see him very much. Paul's a busy man, and yeah. Jim's busy. He lives down in Highlands Ranch. He right. does his own deal, and. Every time he's seen him, he has to bring that crap up. And I mean, Jim, he'll turn. Oh God, yeah, he's he was he was nasty, you know. And, yeah. <laughs> Jim, Jim, remember that thick bitch knocked you out? That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> that was her tree. So, all right, John. Yeah. So, when Adam and I try and guess, uh, we rock paper scissors to see who has to guess first. How do you rock okay. paper scissors, John? Um, I do it the normal way. I guess hell, I don't know. No, I, okay, let's, you and I do it yeah. right now. Ready? Right. Okay. So one, two, three. One, two, three. Okay, three pumper. That's right. Okay. Some people go rock paper scissors shoot. Oh. Okay. I go boom boom boom. See, it does yeah. it the right way. Yeah, I don't do that ad lib and stuff. <laughs> You'd be surprised how down the fucking middle this is. Sometimes not yeah. last year. I think last year the four pumpers kicked our ass. But I was watching some show just the other day, and they were doing rock paper scissors, and they four pumped. I damn near like videoed, like recorded it, and like sent it to you. Uh, Tacoma FD, they do it in there, and they three pump. I almost did the same thing to you. <laughs> the firefighters, they do the three, and I go, "That's yeah. the right way." Yeah. You know? First responders, that's all I up, yeah, that's how yeah. I think. Well, first responders yeah. don't have time for that. Fourth, we're, we're so they right. might, they we might must be go. normal in brush. What's that? We must be normal doers in brush. <laughs> well, let's not say that yeah. shit. So, <laughs> all right, gonna three pump it. Ready? All right. We have NJC Party, Jim's Tree Friend, Ex-Saloon Chuck, and Sheldon Nightmare. <clears throat> John, I think NJC, don't, don't answer yet before we go talk. NJC Party with Jim's Tree Friend, I think is a true story because uh, you brought it up earlier, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but that it's a fun story, so if it's not true, I'll be upset. Uh, I think Ex-Saloon Chuck is also a true story. Not a lot of detail with that. Not just a, seemed to be a good memory when you told it. You know, it's a, a mm-hmm. warm, warm the warm cockles of your heart. Sheldon's nightmare. Um, you told it. You told it well. It was a great. You told the story well, but it just seemed like you didn't have the passion you did for the other three. So mm. I'm going to go with Sheldon's nightmare. Okay, <clears throat> so you're going Sheldon nightmare. I'm going to. I'm with you. I think the NJC party thing was that was a true, true story. Um, mainly because you started telling the story and then you're like, wait, well, I should have started with and you backed up and added to the front of the That's story. That's a good point. That's a good point. So <clears throat> I think that one's true. Um, Sheldon Nightmare, I think, is also a true story. I'm going to go with ex-Saloon Chuck just because of, I think that, like, you could have embellished a little bit in there, like the one dude drinking two liters of vodka and still living. You know, you're probably right. So, you say that, but, um, okay. he may well have, but I just, I don't, I just think that you added a few little things in there to just throw it off and not make it true. All right. So, you're going to go ex-Saloon Chuck. I'm going to go. Sheldon Nightmare. Before you flip that over, I want to say thank you to the Brush Emporium. Thank you for giving us the space to have the podcast. Thank you. For, you're, they're very generous people here. 
They've been amazing about letting us do this down here. They give us no trouble whatsoever. Uh, come down and eat the pizza. Have you had, eat here yet? Oh, John? yes. <clears throat> you Wonderful have. pizza. Yep. Just had some today. We're cleaning out my basement, so I went and got a pizza for me and Uncle Ed. And they, man, it is good pizza. They're, they're, yep. It's nice, that nice doughy crust. I love it, man. It's so good. Reminds me of old Shakey's Pizza almost. Oh, yeah. No, this is way better. And they just yep. pile on the toppings, and it's a nice mm-hmm. thick pizza. You get a good pizza for the money. Yep. Uh, they have wings, pasta. Frozen yogurt, ice I, cream. I had breadsticks tonight, or oh. uh, pretzel sticks tonight. They're awesome, man. What'd Those you, things are good. What'd you dip them in? The queso. The queso. You like yeah, that one? The, yeah, the, that's the your go-to. Queso, yeah. They got a lot of cool stuff. They also have a lot of vendors here. Local people doing local cool stuff. If you need a unique gift, come down to the Brush Emporium, see what they got. They got a lot of cool stuff up there. And it's all handmade, homemade stuff from local people. You know, you're supporting your local people. You can yeah. go on Amazon and look for all the... I mean, you can find some great stuff on Amazon. Try something local that someone put heart into, man, you know. Yeah. And they give these people all a great deal to come sell their wares. They give them a place to showcase their stuff. So very cool. Please make sure you support them. 210 Clayton Street here in Brush, Colorado, the Brush Emporium and Pizza Emporium. So thank you guys. And, uh, yeah, come check us out. So, all right. Now that I got my whoring done. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see your board, man. Okay. Ta-da. Sheldon Nightmare. Oh <laughs> What's not true about that one? What's not true about that one was um, where I hit my head. Oh. Rest of it was true. On the pool table. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. You know, yeah. I got to be honest. I hit the floor and it hit my head. Had he picked first, I'd have agreed with you on the excellent Chuck. Because yeah. you start saying those things, I'm like, shit, that's probably right. So, excellent Chuck is a true story. Mm-hmm. It is. Two liters of vodka. <laughs> that dude, I'm, I'm not shitting you. This dude is Gumby. Oh, it can happen. This it dude happen. was, I don't know how. where the hell it went. It, somewhere. He had two-ton feet. I, I don't can, know. I but. can uh, call him out, I guess, because he's, he's passed. But uh, Greg Burkholder from Elm Street Liquor in Sterling, I've never seen anybody drink tequila like that in my life. Have you? No. I mean, it, it, it was impressive how mm-hmm. he would drink tequila. I mean, like it didn't affect him. Like there was something in tequila that just didn't jive. Yeah. Nuts, dude. There was one day I was delivered there. I went back to the cooler and grabbed a Dr. Pepper. Can of Dr. Pepper opened up. Had it sitting on the counter. Fucking Sparky was in there talking to Brickholder. And uh, I was outside doing something. I come in and I grabbed my Dr. Pepper. The little bastards are taking a, a white yummy, which is the, the oh, yeah. white tequila. So tequila, yeah. And poured that shooter in my <laughs> Dr. Pepper while I was outside. I picked it up and I was like, what the fuck? I took a drink. Tell you the truth, Dr. Pepper tequila is actually pretty good. Not too bad. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> they call that the tequila fucker, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> but That's uh, pretty he, good in Crown, too. This guy, we take him to the Budweiser Friends Center, <clears throat> and they had the sweet because Budweiser gave oh, us yeah. a sweet again for Colorado Avalanche, whatever. Me, him, Rick Bain, Mike Carrillo, and I think Ralphie was there. <clears throat> he goes down to the bar, that Champions Bar, and buys a bottle of, of tequila, like the expensive one, right? And they charge you about whatever the shot is. If there's like 30 shots, it's 30 times 11 or whatever the <laughs> hell the shots are there. Brings it back to the the the, uh, the sweet. sweet. And Roger Harvey's in charge back then, right? Oh. And Roger Harvey sees that. He looks at Rick. He's like, you're in charge. What are you doing? This is on you. And he leaves. He goes home. <laughs> and so we proceed to polish that bottle of tequila off. I say us. Burkholder had the most of it. Now, going home, I don't remember why we were going through Eaton to get home, but I remember. Less cops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably was, well, Carrillo was driving, so Carrillo didn't drink. Very, oh. very rarely did he drink, you know. Huh. Um, but I remember pulling over in somebody's house. I'm peeing on their front, their, their front yard. And I remember Burkholder laughing at me and talking, but he's speaking clear, clear English. No, clear oh. English. Like, this guy's not drunk at all. And I'm like, yeah. and Burkholder's like, Larry, please hurry up and future urination done. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. You should be dead. But I've never seen anybody drink tequila like that in my life, dude. It's yeah. Some that's, people just that's my fan of the world is tequila. I love that shit. But you're out of your mind. <laughs> when Ryan introduced me to Greg when I first started, he saw Greg, or he goes, "This is Adam, our new relief driver. Adam, this is the devil." <laughs> <laughs> Burkholder <laughs> was awesome. Yeah. He's a great dude, man. But he could he could drink, man. Jeez, I've met some power drinkers in my life. You know, I, yeah. I I consider myself above above board there for many years, dude. But there's some guys I just couldn't keep up with. It's and this guy he he'd do that <clears throat> next day. He'd do it every night. Yeah. Not maybe two, but he'd have at least one or well, that's why whatever. he had the tolerance. He did. He'd come in. He'd come into shoe and school stone ass sober. 
I mean, just not reeking of nothing. And I mean, you just go right to it. That's why you drink vodka. Oof. Can smell this hard. How the hell he did that? But even better yet, yeah, NJC did. party, Jim's tree friend is a true story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you now see, you see Paul, you ask him about Jim's tree friend. Okay. He does, he'll, yeah, man. Funnier than shit. Because <laughs> I didn't see it. I just heard it verbatim from Paul. But, but all I could hear from Jim was, yeah, she was a big bitch. <laughs> she's <laughs> a, the shit out she's of a thicken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bear killer. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, he's trying to, I could just see it. Jim trying to get under the tree. My fucking tree. <laughs> She starts kicking the shit out of him. He just, he just gladly goes to jail to fight this chick. Yeah. He's not into the boss fight. He's just going to go get arrested. I get it. It's like, take me. Take I me. just got the shit beat oh out of me by God. the Amazon woman. Oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> the cops will take him instead of her because she probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. John, uh, hey, did you have a good time, buddy? Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Thanks for having Thanks me. Thanks for it coming was, on. It was man. pretty awesome. I've been, yeah. There's a lot of people want to ask, and I thought, John Hastings, I just got to get. To the point where I remember to ask, you know. So you yeah. came on for a Halloween special. So, yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was Yeah, a, and you even thought that one was BS. It wasn't BS. Which one? I can't remember. The one that, about the spook down there touched my shoulder. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not. <laughs> yeah. I promise you. Oh, there's a lot of crazy ones. I'll introduce you to the lady on Facebook right here to tell you. Really? Yeah. Well, if you, uh, we're doing some holiday <laughs> ones this year. The next cool. one coming up is St. Patty's Day Drunk Stories. So, uh, yeah, get a hold of me if you got a drunk story. We'd love to hear. We're going to do it at the Queen Lounge. Um, Comes out as green as your sign there. It's oh, usually buddy. pretty good. But yeah, I'll tell you what, I've, uh, <laughs> this is one where I can go tick for tack with almost anybody. Like, if you've done yeah. a drunk, I probably at least attempted to do a drunk. So. Yeah. so if you're watching this on YouTube, there's a little subscribe button. You was, click on that. I almost forgot again. Yeah, I know, right? I know, so, uh so, yeah, just go ahead and click that. You'll get notifications when there's new episodes that come out. It's a small click for you, but a big click for us. That's right, right bottom-hand corner. And if you're listening to this on any platform, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever, iHeartRadio, whatever, please make sure you follow. Send us a – Leave a, com- yeah. a comment. Tell and, us who you think or which one you think it was. And have some cojones and tell us who, which story you thought was bullshit, right? right. Put, it, put it in the comments below. I always like when people do it. Like Susan Koser. What's up, OG Susan Koser? Um, yeah, it, it, it's always fun to see people guess. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. guessing at home. My mom watches these. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. You were, you were pretty vanilla to the shit she's heard so <laughs> yeah, far, man. Yeah, I imagine. She's, uh, she's probably she's probably. She pretty I've always thought she thought I was kind of normal, but yeah, she probably knows better. Yeah, anyway. I think but she knows better, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sure she prays for me a lot after these podcasts. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. John, thank you so much for coming on, bro. Thanks again, guys. Yeah, Appreciate it, was, it. It was awesome to see you and awesome to yeah. have you, bro. Hey, I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm Adam Vokey. Hey, we catch you next time. Peace. Uh-oh.